Well, Jason, here we are, a couple days removed from the opening of free agency where you were very, very busy, and I know you got about three months until training camp opens, but tell me on February 14th, uh, how are you feeling about your football team right now? Uh, feeling very confident. Um, you know, I feel like we've definitely strengthened our football team through free agency, uh, brought in very much quality people, quality players um, on both sides of the ball, all three phases. Um, so, you know, you got to be excited about that as a, head, as a head coach. And, you know, you want competition in camp. You know, obviously we know there's going to be guys that are looked at as starters right off the bat. But the guys that we've brought in are, have the mentality talking with them that they're going to earn that too. And uh, that's what you're excited about. So, um, you know, we've, you know, with so many new guys, the one thing you do focus on is your culture mm-hmm. and making them understand what it is about here in Edmonton and um, how important it is to have a great locker room in this city and um, in this franchise. So, you know, everyone needs to first and foremost buy into that. But on paper, if once we do that, yeah. you're excited about what could potentially could happen. You know, a tough start to free agency. I know this organization did everything in their power to bring back number 13, Mike Riley, but he's a BC line now. But what's your reflection on, you know, working with Mike Riley and, hey, now i got to turn the page? Yeah, I mean... Uh, we will. We have turned the page. We will turn the page. There's, there's no question about that. I'm so focused on Trevor and trying to make him the best quarterback he can be and lead our team to a great cup. Um, but when I do look back on Mike, I mean, it's difficult for me because I, I got about as close as you can get to a quarterback and, uh, you know, love him and his family and care a lot about him and, um, you know, felt like you give him everything you, you have. And, um, you know, it's... It was disappointing when he decided to move on, to be quite honest with you personally. Um, but I wished him the best because I know this was a decision that wasn't all about football. It was family had a lot to do with it. And so you're thankful that he's able to further continue his career and be happy with all phases of his life. But uh, to say that I wasn't disappointed is, wouldn't be accurate. Um, you know, and... For reasons. I mean, Mike's about this, you know, he, he, he's a great worker. He's fun to be around. He's a great leader. He's a great quarterback, someone that, you know, you, you get excited about coaching and, and things like that. And he's a great friend. I mean, at the end of the day, we, he and I have spent, I've spent more time with Mike than probably my family in the last three years when I add up the hours that I've spent with Mike. So, you know, you get close to, to, to somebody and care about him and, um, you know, that's why, I mean, I'll never root against the guy. I mean, I'll always be excited when we compete against BC and compete against him. Um, so, you know, I, again, I'm excited that he, that he is where he is, and I, had, I was fortunate enough to coach him. That's, at the end of the day, I, that's after disappointment and after all the reflection. When I look back on coaching people, I was very fortunate to coach Ricky Ray and be a teammate of his, very fortunate to coach Henry Burris for one year, and, you know, Mike Riley, I'll look back on one day, and I do now, and think, wow, that was pretty special. It was special to coach him. Um, But when I look forward to Trevor, I mean, the guys I just named coaching-wise, I'm just as excited to coach Trevor as I am any of those other three guys. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of the same reasons, Trevor comes to work every day. He's consistent with his his work ethic. Uh, I've seen it up close and personal. I know how much he puts into football, how much he loves football. Um, you know, I know how hungry he is to win a Grey Cup, mm-hmm. uh, how badly he wants to do that this year in Edmonton. So I know he's going to pull out everything to do that. 
Um, you know, so I get excited about working with people like that. And already for me, it's icing on the cake because I already know Trevor. I, I know him extremely well. Uh, it's really just about reconnecting because everybody grows and becomes different. I mean, I knew Trevor as a rookie. So, you know, you're a lot different eight years into your career, having a, a wife and a kid. And, um, you know, so life happens and you change a little bit. But the things that I've, I've seen of, of him haven't changed. The way he approaches the, the, the day, the way he approaches work, the way he approaches the game, the way he talks to people, uh, the way he's engaging, all those things haven't changed. So, you know, it's more of just getting to know him personally again and, and things like that. But I couldn't be more excited uh, today, um, you know, thinking about everything that's transpired. Uh, I don't think many people could say that when you lose a guy like Mike, but to say you're truly excited about the direction your team's going with Trevor at the helm is pretty cool. Eskimos head coach Jason Moss joining us here on 6:30 Chat Inside Sports. You know, we asked Trevor on uh, on Tuesday during our coverage, and you know, he and you mentioned the names: Ricky Ray, Henry Burris. Now it'll be Mike Riley, and he's had to replace all of them. And he said, "I don't know anything different." Like, this is what I've done throughout my career. you got to love that attitude coming in. Well, yeah, and I, I think, you know, when, when an organization entrusts you to replace guys like those three mm-hmm. individuals, it says something about you as well. I mean, um, and I don't believe watching Trevor play in any of those three places that he's been a detriment to any of those clubs either. So, uh, or any of those other two, and I know it's not going to be the case here. So, um, you know, he's, he's always held up his end of the bargain. Um, when he's been called upon and asked to, to, to perform, and you know he's led a team to a to a great cup, um, you know he's battled through things and uh, he's battle tested, and so he's prepared for this moment. And uh, you know the best part about Trevor and we ta- he and I talked about it. I said you don't you obviously have done a good job doing this, but mm-hmm. particularly here you don't have to replace Mike Riley the person. You just got to replace him on the field as a quarterback, and that's what you are. You're a quarterback, and uh, just be yourself. That's that's what we signed up for. We signed up for Trevor Harris. We didn't sign up for anybody else. So you know that's who we need, and that's what you are. And so just be you. And the way what you've done through your career will be good enough for us. Nine starters potentially you start you signed on uh, on Tuesday, and that's a lot. And there's going to be the cohesion period and the chemistry period, and that's going to happen in training camp. Um, you've been around a while as a player, and even you know as a coach. And I know you're involved in free agency, giving your input. Ha- has recruiting kind of changed a little bit? Because when you look at the players you brought in. Trevor brings over Greg Ellingson, Sir Vincent Rogers. He recruits DeVaris Daniels to come here. And you look on the defensive side, you know, Anthony Orange spent some time here. You got two players that played with uh, with Philip Lawley and Hamilton and uh, Larry Dean and Don Yanamba and Javon Santos Knox is an excellent signing. Uh, but is recruiting kind of different now? Like, it, like teams looking are looking for connections. Well, I think, I think football is a small world, anyways. So there's always, uh, what did they say, six degrees of separation or whatever it is. I mean, <laughs> You're, you're not too far removed from everybody in our league yeah. by knowing people. And so when players notice players and play, play, players have respect for each other and when you're a great player, people notice it. When you've done well in big games, people notice it. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like Brock alluded to this, there was two quarterbacks that led their team to the Great Cup this year. Trevor was one of them. Mm-hmm. People notice that. So your ability as a franchise quarterback, that's the ultimate thing, is to lead a team to a Great Cup title but get to the game I mean you have to get to the game so you know Trevor did that and I think it was noticed by a lot of his peers and obviously when you bring over your number one receiver from the previous year you bring over your starting left tackle those are two different animals 
when your left tackle says, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to protect this guy again, he's a winner, and he's willing to sign up, that tells you something about the way Trevor is in a locker room, the way he approaches the game, all those things. You know, when Greg, who's – you know, his job is to catch a ball and make something happen. He believes in Trevor and he comes over that says something.